0: Welcome back to the Honest Table podcast. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be merging two topics that we've brought up in the past. Uh, so one being change and two being self-worth. Uh, so since both topics uh, generally interweave with each other, especially when we're talking about just on a personal level, uh, we felt it would be important to... Discuss the battles that we've had with both and how people from the outside have the same type of impact. Um, It's important to understand that with self-worth and whenever you're working with self-worth that personally people around you uh, will see change and that you're trying to make improvements and they're either going to attempt to uplift you and help the process or they're gonna have the opposite effect uh, which is in a lot of cases where people see that you're moving past the person that you were and into a new more positive you and they may not be able to deal with that or cope with it Um, the other piece of it is with change and self-worth in order to begin to improve how you feel about yourself when you look in the mirror or just whenever you make a decision and how you feel about that decision with confidence you have to make change and that change has to come from a place of growth of self-growth it can't come from uh A materialistic need so we're gonna get into the topic when we come back but the main goal of this is to really try to guide people into a situation of where they understand how they will impact their own change and nothing outside will
1: www.thevirginel.com Online boutique store for healing stones, minerals, custom art, and modern apothecary. Clear negative energy, raise your personal vibration, and be authentically your own healer. Find us at thevirginel.com And don't forget to follow us at Facebook and Instagram handles at Thevirginel.
0: Okay, so we're back. Uh, I have my wife with me again. We do have some special guests uh, coming up in the near future. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of the same subject matter. Um, but getting back to personal change in regards to self-worth, uh, I had a good friend that was dealing with positive change and self-worth uh, environment And a lot of what was coming through was uh, there was an outside person that was dealing with personal love issues. And in doing so, they were reflecting it back onto that person. So I I think it's important that people understand that if you don't truly love yourself or have self-worth or... Uh, understand the positive that you bring to the table it's really hard for you to feel that from other people it's going to be really complicated Mm -hmm. to feel love uh, to feel passionate to feel um, important from a significant other if you don't truly care enough to love yourself or it's going to feel somewhat fake. It does. So how do... I mean, how do people start? How do people start to find themselves or start peeling back the layers to get deeper into what matters to them or, or how to start feeling those types of things?
1: Um, in personal experience... And just by working with people in general. um, I feel like we have to lose the word find yourself because we're always, our true self is always there. It's like what I've referred to on the last episode is like peeling back the layers that we have placed on top of um, the true love that we have because love is so infinite and it's always there. Um, And where do we start? I think starting is the hardest part. And um, just in my own life, starting new things is the hardest part. And on top of that, you're trying to take huge strides. So it's almost exhausting you before you even get started. And um, so you're keeping your eye on this big prize, whereas if you were just to um, measure it in small amounts and take, I love the word micro action. If you take micro action every day, it would significantly grow you because you're taking you know, action every day in small amounts toward a goal. And once you have made this new habit, because that's what we're trying to do, is get rid of the old habits. And the old habits is what keeps us um, still and stagnant. It's very hard whenever you have old habits that don't serve you. Um, It's hard for people to change, especially when you're at a certain age, you get stuck in your own ways when you get a little older. Um, And we get stuck thinking that this is life and the way it is. And we get comfortable. And so when we're taking those small micro actions daily, we're building up like a ground steps for and like laying the bricks for a really great foundation to a successful goal the bigger goal then you can really look at the bigger goals and you're never really going to truly get to your bigger goal because once you hit these goals you're going to have even bigger goals and that's how we start making momentum and start striving but it's not about like basically building the wall but how you lay the bricks you know that brick has never been laid as beautifully as perfectly as you laid this perfect brick down and you do the next one and the next one and you work so hard that you finally start building that wall to achievement. And I think that's with anything, whether it's you're trying to um, get out of an unhealthy relationship or you're trying to um, better your health or you're changing jobs or whatever. Uh, I just recently was listening to Jim Rohn the other day. We were listening to him in the car. He's a speaker from the uh, inspirational speaker from the 1960s, and he was talking about um, in the workplace. You don't necessarily have to like your job, but you can go in there knowing that you have a bigger goal in mind. Start laying the foundation and go and have a good day. Because don't let time be wasted you know that's another thing is is the time that we have and how we um, how we view time are we wasting time and how are we going to manage our time better so it's utilized in a way we only have one life so utilized in a way that we see fit
0: okay so i want to touch on Big goals, small goals. So you talked about big goals being overwhelming. And I think big goals and the thought of big ideas are overwhelming to people, which is why they don't actually go after them in the first place.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So it's great to have big goals. Mm -hmm. Very. But the problem is, is most people stop at the big goal. Uh, And really, if you think about it in the list... The big goal is what should be at the top of the list. That's yeah. in bold or italics. But then below the big goal should be all your bullet points of how you're going to accomplish it. So if your big goal is you want to lose 100 pounds, mm-hmm. right? Don't restrict yourself by a time frame in which to do it. Yeah. Say, I want to lose 100 pounds. I want to start with a pound a week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And in two years, you're there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You've accomplished it. But what you're going to find is what you talked about is your goals are going to constantly evolve. So there's no sense in putting a time frame around a big goal. Because the big goal is going to be, it's just, it's in it's evolution. It's gonna be, yeah, It takes on another path, another mm-hmm. path. Because what you're going to find is that through these micro changes, micro actions mm-hmm. that occur every day, that occur every week, that is a piece working towards that big goal will actually evolve you as a human and when you start seeing this evolution of yourself in self worth and self growth and self love in actions around you in personal interactions other big goals will develop Mm -hmm. and without knowing it you're going to accomplish the previous big goal but you're going to have added two more goals on top of it and so the the point is, is don't, don't expect yourself to wrap your head around a big goal.
1: Yeah.
0: Set a small goal for the day or for the week and a habit change or whatever it is and start putting pieces in place. But don't focus on the big goal. You focus on the
1: small ones. Yeah. Well, it's, you know. We could just stay on the subject of of the 100-pound weight loss because I think that's a nice subject. We could say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to go for a walk and, you know, set a a goal to just take a walk. And if you're willing to put in the work, that's another thing that we keep talking about is it's hard work to be healthy. It's hard work to make a job change. It's hard work to get out of a shitty relationship. It's hard work to, um, make healthier food choices. It's easy to go through the drive through. That's why they call it a convenience to, you know, hit the windows. Yeah, It's
0: fucking it's, easy.
1: It's easy. And if it's easy, you might sit back and go, okay, I need a challenge, you know? And if, If you find yourself to being a procrastinator in this, and I think that's where we all kind of find ourselves. If you're finding yourself not taking that walk and deciding to sit down and look at your phone or checking an email, it's almost like stepping back and taking a break. If you're a procrastinator, it's because your mind is really wanting to take a break so in order to beat that it's like changing your mindset and um I, i've kind of been studying mel robbins a lot in her mindset reset program because that is a part of the change it's a part of really getting a handle on your procrastination and saying okay i am looking for a break you know when people pop the tv on at nighttime. They're looking to check out. And that's where a lot of these um, addictions to food and addictions to alcohol or taking a cigarette break, quote unquote break, you're taking a cigarette break, you're taking a a breath of air, that's your first deep inhale. I was a smoker, me and Chase both were smokers for a long time. You would take that deep breath, that's your big deep breath of the day. You know, you're like, okay, and we need a break. So it's finding ourselves shifting the procrastination, do it anyway, do the walk anyway, do make those lists for your healthy food changes anyway, get off your ass and do it anyway, because it's going to be challenging and it's going to be hard But if we're making these micro actions toward the bigger goal every single day, don't take big leaps and bounds. Don't try to go outside and run a fucking mile and a half or two miles. Don't do that to yourself. Go for a walk. Go buy, go buy a package of green salad, prepare, have a meatless Monday where you just have one Monday where you don't eat meat. Start small. Those are the only ways where you don't feel as stressed in your procrastination that you have to do all this big change so fast, because if you look at it that way, it's so hard to do it. And some people grow leaps and bounds just going after their goal, full sprint racing. But if you talk to people who have gone through health issues and need to change, their diet, their, you know, their bodies feel sluggish, um, things like that, boy, do you have to start small. It's not, a, and it's not a race to that final destination either. It took years to get this way, and we have developed habits. Habits are hard to to get rid of, you know, and I, I, I really, I hope that we're making, I hope that I'm being clear on the procrastination because I feel like once we shift that, and just start taking those tiny leaps and bounds that's going to start shaping and molding better habits and then you're making more healthy habits as you go but you got to make the habits start happening
0: well and so to be clear this isn't a health podcast so no. when she's saying healthy she's not meaning just diet and exercise because mm-hmm. that's not what this is for
1: mental um, spiritual yes it's it's, it's a,
0: what's what's a healthy habit for you Mm -hmm. if if you do have a habit of coming home every day after you get off work sitting on the couch and turning on the TV that's not a healthy mindful habit Mm -hmm. and just staying doing that until you go to bed Mm -hmm. just change it by an hour come home and don't get on the TV Mm -hmm. take a shower cook yourself a meal and then sit down at the TV and watch it. Mm-hmm. And do that for two weeks. Do yeah. it for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Do it for three weeks. And then add something else to it. Yeah. Um, another example. If, if, you're, if your goal for the year is financial gain, right? How do you make small changes to save more money or to grow your money? Mm-hmm. Don't sit back and think that you're just going to put back Twenty grand this year right Mm -hmm. because most people get caught up in the thought and whenever it's not happening it wears on them Mm -hmm. and it starts stressing you out which is not where you want to be set a daily set a weekly set a monthly goal of where you would like yourself to be and then you set those small action plans in place to try to do it and maybe that does drive change from a health conscious instead of driving through and going out to eat you stay in and you cook something Mm -hmm. a lot of these things can snowball into each other to where you have self-growth in multiple different areas so please don't take any of this any of the podcasts as a health related podcast this is just just
1: easy it's an easy topic to touch on because it's you know it's the united states so everybody's like everywhere you turn it's talking about weight loss, I have the magic weight loss tea or the magic weight loss, this or that. And really, it's just a micro action goal, finding something that resonates with you and taking action toward that goal. There's a lot of resources, we have resources at our fingertips, you can Google anything. So don't worry about the keto diet or the paleo diet or anything like that. Eat, you know, just eat closest to the, you know, the ground, like eat the vegetables, eat things that are just, you know, and move on, like take those micro actions. If it's health, if it's your job, you know, if you are, you know, you are so unhappy at this place that you're at, it's shifting your mindset enough to go in and enjoy what you're doing enough to know that you're making these micro actions to get out of there and it doesn't have to be an overnight thing but if you're making these small steps toward that goal no matter what you are going to leave that job it's going it's it's gonna happen for you because you're making steps toward it if you don't make steps toward it and you think that you're you know not gonna be able to leave and and you're stuck and then Whatever you have your mindset around is what you're manifesting in your life, period. Oh. And we are very lucky in the United States. We have the resources to do anything we want, but there's a huge, but huge B-U-T, but you have to work hard. Like it's a hard, you know, we were talking about a, a, a guy just yesterday that Chase worked for um, that he highly respects and how he, he and his wife, um, began their, their companies and everything. And they would work their face off, you know, and a lot of people that I study, a lot of people that I admire, they work very hard. It's not, they don't wait on it to happen. They just work very hard toward their goals and they make more positive goals for themselves later on, years from now, they do see and reap the rewards from their hard work.
0: Well, so and that's a good way to go into the, the another piece is what's the people that are around you? There's so many people that hate, the, hate their jobs because of the people they work with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's people that don't like their home life because of who their partner is. There's so many people that... Don't like their family because who their family is. And
1: That's self-love right
0: there. It's 100% <laughs> self-love driven.
1: Yeah. That, if, if you are taking other people's shit personally, then you have a self-love deficiency. You yes. need to work on you because I know now that I don't take other people's emotions I don't hold myself responsible for other people's emotions. Sometimes, yes, you can get your feelings hurt, process it through because you're human. But if you're taking other people's shit personally and what they're saying to you, the nasty things they may tell you or whatever, that means you're subconsciously or even consciously agreeing with them. And you've taken it personal. You're pissed at them. Then you need to work on you. Like that has nothing to do with that person. No. And that has nothing to do with the people you work with, has nothing to do with the person you're married to. You know, for years, I've had self-worth issues and for years, right, Chase, since we were, have gotten married. I'm like, are you really in love with me? And it really took me almost 11 years. We'll be going on 14 years of marriage this year. And I've looked in the mirror and I've said, oh my God, it's been me this whole time. It's been me not loving myself enough to think that I was worth him loving me. Anything ex- that
0: I would do anything wouldn't he, matter, no. even be seen. I am mean, not the most romantic motherfucker, but <laughs> uh, I, mean, I haven't changed anything really over the, the course of the marriage.
1: No, I think the thing that had really been a shift for our relationship was that you were really seeing how badly I was struggling for the first time. Like it was real. And I think whenever you were just like, Oh my God, I need to support her. And like, whatever it was that I needed for support, whether it be therapy, my, uh, and, and I haven't done like talk therapy very much, except with my teachers, but it's been more like yoga therapy. Um, I've done cranial sacral, lots of cranial sacral therapy. You guys can Google this stuff if you want. Um, and, um, just moving through a lot of breath work has been probably the biggest catalyst for my yep. healing. And um, then now working with students and seeing other people as your mirror, that that in itself has just been the most beautiful part of the journey. Once you're able to start seeing shit for what it really is, and then you're shifting it uh, to work with other people on it, it starts healing you too. It's a really beautiful dance.
0: so let's go back to the other people so to give you an example if you go to work and there's that one motherfucker or two motherfuckers that you just cannot stand say they're the office snitch or the they suck ass to the boss and you don't like them for it that's your fucking problem It ain't them. That's nothing to do with them. That's them being them. If their personality is to throw people under the bus to try to get personal gain from it, Mm -hmm. that's their personality. Traffic. That's that's their. They'll get their karma back for whatever it is. But it's your problem Mm -hmm. that you don't like them. You don't have to go and be best buds with them. Mm -hmm. But it also means it doesn't have to ruin your day that you're selling your time to make money. Yeah. Don't let it bother you if work your spouse, you. with, your, with your spouse, with girlfriend, whatever. If you're trying to make a change and they're not following that change and you get upset about it, that's your fucking problem. Yes. That's just your problem. They don't have to make the same change with you. They don't, they're, they're not on the same path as you. Everybody's on a different growth path. Everybody's gonna change and evolve at a different rate. And if that becomes a problem for you, it's it's personally yours. Yeah. It's not anybody else's.
1: There's there's a couple of things that popped up for me just now when you were talking, I said, traffic. Think about whenever you're in traffic and somebody cuts you off and they're all pissed off at you and you have no idea why they're mad at you. That's happened to me. I live in I mean we live in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, so that happens a lot. I've been lately going, Wow. It hasn't, you know, at first your initial reaction would be like, um, oh, fuck you, you know, or whatever, but that's kind of a self-reflection of you. If you're flipping them back off, that's how you're feeling inside because they've triggered something in you. Um, but if you just let them do whatever they're doing and just kind of laugh it off, like, wow, that's ri-, And it's almost sad that that's how they feel inside. Um, you know, it, everybody's acting compulsively. So if you just kind of look at life like that, it eases things. And then, you know, with the with the people at work and, and your um, relationships and things like that, that he was talking about, it's really hard whenever you're in a relationship with somebody. You know, like I said, me and Chase have been almost married for 14 years. So we've basically become one person. And so a lot of the the fighting and the self reflecting between each other could be that that's what you've grown together and so sometimes just weighing out the pros and cons in your relationship and going yeah you know if a person is kind of growing on this kind of vibrational skill and they're like having a lot of aha moments is what we call them in yoga aha Oh, this is my truth. And then you have another person say the person you're married to is just still wanting to chill, watch TV and not really growing with you. That's a very hard relationship to weigh out. And so if you're not able to meet and balance each other there, then, yeah, I would say relationship advice. We live in America, and that's the greatest thing about living in America. You do not have to stay with the person that doesn't make you happy anymore. You can just keep your, your growth working. Uh, but if you really love them, you believe in them, you know that they have just that something special, and you want to plant seeds, you can always do that. I have a teacher named John that says you can't yoga your family, and you can't. You can't teach them these things, your aha moments, because those are your aha, aha. I get it now, but a lot of people may not get it like you, and that's shame on you for trying to make them feel bad, for not feeling that way. You, You just can't make people feel certain ways or see things a certain way. We all have that truth, but we have a lot of layers, and if they're not willing to... Um, A lot of people who will come home and just sit and kind of numb out with TV or, or their phones or their whatever's trying to, they're procrastinating uh, on doing, then that means that they're not really wanting to work on their raising their vibration, you know, they're just busy ignoring
0: well,
1: the, and that's okay. That's there. You, if you really love yourself, then you're okay with loving that person. Now, if they're bringing you down and you feel like it's hindering your own growth, you can reassess a little bit.
0: But the, I mean, the other piece to that is a lot of people take what's on the surface as that's the truth, and that that's what people are speaking against. And and most of the time, when you're dealing with people's different paths. It's not just that they're coming home and turning on the TV. It's There's layers upon layers of shit yeah,
1: that's, that's
0: not, not exposed that's causing them to into. take your shit personally. Like, mm-hmm. maybe they don't want to change because in the past they were forced to change. Yeah. And it's a big fucking problem for them to do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's a self-worth issue because in the past... Uh, the person was made to feel like a piece of shit, or they were physically abused, sexually abused, mm-hmm. talked down to, bullied, and there's just a big problem now of having to work through it, so it's Because it's lot. painful. Yes.
1: So that's the thing about change. You have to go through the pain if you want that kind of change, you guys, and it is hard. I have been through a lot of, of physical, and mental, and emotional change, and it sucks. There's days where you want to lay in bed. And there's days where you just have to go, fuck this. I'm worth it. I'm going to get up and I'm making this fucking change. And it is. it can get really painful, you guys.
0: Uh, I mean, as a, as a challenge, if you want to test out how, how hard change is, get up. 10 minutes earlier than what you do currently.
1: Can you explain to them what you're doing um, in the mornings now?
0: So, this so is his
1: a, ma- micro actions and my, I love it.
0: My my two, 2019 for us is all about change. One, one, I mean we have the podcast going and there's a lot of moves that we want to make personally. Um, I am a huge routine former. So especially in the morning time, because I get up really, really early. Uh, I usually, I used to in the past, I used to get up at 5.10 to leave out of here by 5.22 in the morning to be at work by between 5.35 and 5.40. That's when I wanted to get there. But I was practically just rolling out of bed. I had stuff staged from the night before so that I didn't have to think about any of the clothes that I was going to wear. Uh, and if I had a lunch, the lunch was already pre-packed.
1: Hitting snooze.
0: I was hitting snooze. So I had my alarm set for about, I think, 440. And I would hit snooze multiple times. And then I would get up at the 510 mark. Um, and I wasn't gaining anything from it. And a lot of the times when I was in my truck or in my car going to work, I was already at work instead of
1: enjoying the drive
0: instead to of enjoying my drive to work and I have a beautiful drive to work um, so now what I do is my phone is set away from me in um, and in the bathroom mm-hmm. and it's set for 430 and I get up at 430 and I go into the kitchen or close to the kitchen a little sitting area we have then I sit with myself uh 20 minutes to 30 minutes every morning and i let that change i don't have a specific marker to where i'm done sitting in silence with myself and the reason i don't let it change is after that i get up and i do some simple yoga stretches and really just kind of level out my body for the day and get prepared before i start anything else but the reason why i sit with myself is because For about the first 10 minutes of sitting, my mind is already trying to be at work about what I have to get lined up for the guys, what the next priorities are, what's going to be going on. The
1: monkey mind.
0: Yes. And it takes me about 10 minutes to quiet my mind toward it. I'm just focusing on me and what's going on there and what's going on present. So all I'm doing is trying to get rid of the monkey mind, ahead of time so that the rest of the morning I'm just present and on my drive to work I'm present and then whenever I get to work it's time to work Mm -hmm. Um, but I can tell you what it was it's a struggle it still is a struggle because it's hard to get out of bed that far in advance when I'm not leaving to go to work Um, and because I feel like I'm costing myself sleep but the reality is since I've started to do it and it's been, a, it's been a few weeks now. Yeah,
1: it's been about three weeks.
0: Um, I'm, I'm not tired as I was from hitting snooze and then getting up and my mind being kind of whatever. Uh, I'm a lot more present in the, in the mornings. I'm a lot happier in the mornings, um, even if I'm getting up that early. So it's been my micro change and then I plan on expanding that micro change uh, and micro action. Into future stuff but I'm probably gonna continue to do this for about two months and then I will start adding to it um, and we'll see where that goes maybe the next maybe the next change is getting up at the same time but going to work later that's still a problem I have mm-hmm. right I'm not I'm not required to even be at work until 8 o'clock but I'm there by five forty-five. And I have my specific reasons why I get there if I have 5.45. Maybe it's but time for me to think, start shutting that, shutting that off.
1: But don't you think that having discipline and commitment is, is good for self-love too?
0: Yeah, I'm working in, on a goal, right?
1: Yeah. I, discipline and commitment to a healthier you, a better version of you. Instead of, because you're a workaholic and sometimes it would get in the way of your relationships. So you would... Come home and, you know, say if the house was a mess because the kids have been playing today, um, you would kind of freak out on everybody. And, you know, because I think when our minds are all over the place and then you see a mess in front of you and things don't feel good enough inside of you. Uh, things didn't feel good enough, maybe what you accomplished at work, things at home just doesn't feel good enough because it's not put up properly, your mind's a mess. It really had no reflection of us and a reflection of how you're feeling inside. But if we're not able to give ourselves time, if we're just completely ignoring and ignoring and ignoring and layering and layering and layering, and then one day you wake up and you're like, holy shit, I'm sick, I don't feel good, you know, things get stuck in, you know, the issues literally quote unquote, or the issues are in the tissues, you know, you're stiff, you're, you're holding all of the shit inside of you. And then you wonder that why, or, you know, like this, this stuff is supposed to happen and no, it's just years and years of accumulated things that we're not listening to ourselves. You guys, it is okay to love yourself. It is okay and I know in my experience I have days where I'm feel unworthy, I feel incapable, and I feel like I don't deserve, but that is just your mind telling you that. And if you could just take a moment to detach yourself from your thoughts, because thoughts are not real, thoughts are what we make up. Humans have to have a visual thing in their minds, whether we see it or we close your eyes and visually see something. We like to have a story that plays out. That's why we like to set goals. That's why we're able to do the things that we do. But if you can differentiate yourself from your thoughts and know that thoughts are just thoughts and they will tell you really bad things sometimes, push past your thoughts And move into a direction that you want to keep moving. Usually it's just moving your body. If you're feeling down, in my experience, I have to check in with my breathing. If it's very shallow, I will have to check in with where I'm at during the day. And a lot of times I'll just start shaking my body. We have a little trampoline. I'll hop on it sometimes. Or, you know, of course, everybody knows I love yoga. So those types of things really help. Um, But there's some days where I'm so down that I don't, I choose and it is a choice. I choose to just let it process through. I don't do any breathing. I don't do much. And I just lay in bed. And those are the days that usually take me a couple of days to bounce back.
0: That right there, that's another point. We're not talking, we're not talking on this podcast because we've got things figured out and we've moved past everything no. right we're talking about it because we're still physically experiencing it totally like i'll go to work tomorrow and there's motherfuckers at work that if we're sitting in a meeting i'm gonna be going Sh- i wish this motherfucker would just shut the fuck up like but i can't stand
1: you are guy. making progress because you know that if that is a reflection of you 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 have stopped blaming people i've noticed like You'll be irritated like this. Those motherfuckers
0: still get on my nerves. Uh
1: Uh-huh. And it it triggers something in you. But you know now that it is how you feel about yourself inside. It is something that they do that triggers you. It is your, your business.
0: The biggest thing is like regardless if you feel like the situation is out of your hands, the situation is never out of your hands. Because if the situation involves you personally, that means you have a, an option to address how you're taking it personally. Yeah, so and you don't have they, to
1: like these people no, either. No,
0: you don't have to fucking care about them at it's, all. It's they special
1: boundaries they, you can call people don't matter, yourself.
0: but the reality is the situ, a situation, whether you feel like it's not in your control and you can't do anything about it, you can always do something about how you personally take it the situation
1: mm-hmm.
0: it doesn't have to affect you
1: so yeah.
0: we need to we're coming up on the wrap-up point
1: yeah i think so i you guys i just really hope that um we're getting through and not we're me and chase are not judgmental in any way shape or form as far as what you do on a day-to-day basis if you're our friend or our family that's listening to this too and you know us personally Please know that we are proud of each and every one of you and whatever steps that you're taking toward everybody's doing their best every day. Now, this is those types of uh, advice and things like that that you can take with you and start applying it. And remember, just taking your smaller steps is going to be more rewarding in the long run than taking these large leaps and bounds that are going to exhaust you mentally, physically, spiritually. Yep. If the, Another one is if you're feeling disconnected with your spiritual life, take small steps back toward it. If you feel burned, things like that. Everybody has a change they want to make in their lives. Don't try to change yourself in a materialistic way, but in more in a way that's going to make you feel better mentally, physically, spiritually, start loving yourself for everything that you are. And just as I always say, meet yourself where you're at every day.
0: Yep. I agree.
1: Just say hello. It's okay.
0: Be, just be kind to yourself. And know
1: that you're not alone. I think a lot of people that, I'm sorry, I'm kind of going on a tangent because we're trying to wrap up, but a lot of people think they're alone.
0: You're definitely not alone. There's a, You'd be surprised how many stories are similar from person to person in the mm-hmm. world.
1: Everybody's your mirror. And I don't believe that there are a bad human being, not one bad human being out there. However, I do believe that there are choices. It's always a choice. And there's yeah. a lot of people that make really awful choices.
0: Bad choices. So... Subscribe, follow us, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Hit us up at thehonesttableinfo at gmail.com.
1: Please, we're here.
0: Yep, Uh, we've been getting some email traffic. You can also hit us up on Instagram, uh, Facebook, find us. Uh, And like I said, reach out if you have any questions. Uh, If you completely disagree with us, that's fine. Send us a letter and say why you disagree with us. Uh, thanks for everybody that's reached out. Thanks for everybody that continues to listen.
1: Thank you uh, so much.
0: We appreciate it. And uh, moving forward, like I said, we have some special guests coming up that we're going to get into some pretty deep conversation with about personal issues
1: and personal change. Your personal change going to be beautiful. So
0: it'll be good things to listen to. Thank you, guys.